The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. A wonderful story I heard from the person himself. A Jew lives in Pittsburgh, a very special man. His name is Reb Meir Goldwasser. And Reb Meir told this to me a number of years ago. He says, I was a yeshiva boy learning in Hellstone in Eretz Yisrael. He said, when I was living in America, I think he was learning in the Tells in Cleveland, in the Tells of Yeshiva, he said, throughout my years, I would often phone the Moshe Feinstein, Zechet Tzadik Levracha. The Moshe lived on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. He was a Rosh Yeshiva of Mesifta, Teferis Yerushalayim for many years. And Reb Moshe, anybody who knew him and remembers the Lower East Side of those days, lived a very humble life. You know, he walked himself and he answered the telephone himself and anybody could come over to speak to him. And by the way, the Lower East Side till today retains a certain shtel because of Ramesh's influence over so many decades, just for the record. And he said, I was learning in Telstone and I had some halacha question. So I thought to myself, let me call up Ramesh. And I had the number to his apartment. And Rebbeir tells me, and I ring. And Rebbeir picks up the phone. And he says, hello. He told, he, he was mimicking, hello. And then I hear from his voice. I woke him up. And I realized, oh, I'm in Israel. And I was calling in the morning. And I forgot that in New York, it's two or three in the morning. Called Reb Moshe in the middle of the night, literally slept him out of bed, woke him up. <laughs> He's like, hello? And he says, I was so embarrassed. I said, oh, I'm Shuldik. I'm a, I apologize. I'm calling you from Israel. I didn't realize I'm waking up. Rosh Hashiva in the middle of the night. I'm sorry. And I'm about to hang up. Reb Moshe says, no, 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 no. Don't hang, don't hang up. Don't hang up. But I need a few minutes. Wait on the phone. I need a few minutes. And it made it, I felt so bad, and I understood. He probably wanted to wash his hands, make the blessings. He's going to answer a question. He probably wanted to make a berches a a blessing that we make in the morning before we start learning Torah. He took a few-minute break. Whatever it was that he needed to tend to, it took a quite a few minutes. He comes back to the phone. He apologizes for the delay. And he says, how can I help you? And I ask Reb Moshe the question, the Shiloh. And Reb Moshe listens. And he gives me an answer. Great. I thank him. And he says, give me your address. I would like to have the address where you are at. And I'm wondering, why does he need my address? And then I thought maybe Reb Moshe has a custom that everybody who asks him a question, he might write down the question and the answer. And perhaps he mails it to the person who asks, so the person will have it in writing. That was my speculation, perhaps, why he's asking me for my address. But I didn't ask questions. I gave Reb Moshe my address. He took it down. I said goodbye. I thanked him. He said goodbye, and I hung up the phone. A few weeks later, the mayor tells me, mail comes to me in yeshiva, Reb Moshe Feinstein. I open up the envelope. It's a check. It's a little note. And Reb Moshe says, I have to apologize. You called me. And I kept you on the phone for quite a few minutes. And I know that it's an expensive call. You were calling from Israel. 
Remember, a lot of people don't even understand what I'm talking about in 2021. But you have to understand that in the 1970s, a call from Israel to New York was very expensive. And every minute that you were on the call was expensive. It cost money. But Moshe said, I, and because you waited on the phone because of me, so therefore, and I found out how much money it probably costs, so I'm sending you a check here for this money that I owe you because of the amount of minutes that I made you wait until I got back onto the phone after you phoned me. And Mary Goldwasser tells me, says, Rabbi Weibel, I call this person in the middle of the night. I wake him up. <laughs> I wake him up. Yeah? Some people would get upset, would hang up the phone on me, would give me a piece of their mind. Okay, he didn't. He sent me money because he made me wait on the phone, of course, because I woke him up in the middle of the night and he had to tend to some needs and do some stuff before he got on the phone. It teaches you about a person. It gives you perspective. It teaches you about what Torah does to a person. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.